0: This is Dave DeBeau with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in all the way from beautiful Toronto, Canada, we've got Mr. Van Sturgeon. Van, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing very well. Dave, thank you very much for having me on your show. As we talked about, I've been along in my review, so I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to hook up with you and have a chit-chat.
0: Oh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun because, you guys, Van is a very, very experienced real estate entrepreneur. He's been in the game for over 30 years. I think like myself, Van, you kind of grew up in and around real estate, if I'm not mistaken. Your your family bought yes. a, an apartment building when you're a young fella and you had to go through the, the whole... Well, I won't take away your thunder. You'll tell us your story here in a minute. But you've been in and around real estate for a long time, over 30 years actively involved in it. And what I'm really looking forward to chatting with you about is you're very good at the whole renovation side of things. And that really kind of become your calling is helping dunderheads like me that have two left hands, two, you know, too many thumbs, not enough, you know, mechanical talent to basically do anything ourselves. How to get our houses renovated without getting completely raked by renovators? So looking forward to chatting with you about that. But first of all, how did you, because this is a very kind of a interesting niche, how did you discover that there are you know more than one guy like me or gal out there, real estate entrepreneur, investor, who doesn't have a clue about renovations and who gets taken to town by by contractors every once in a
1: while? Well, you know, I just kind of stumbled on this. I have a number of successful businesses. I've got a number of investment properties all across North America. And I'm sort of in that semi-retirement stage of my life and trying to, stop and smell the roses because, you know, when you get up caught up in a number of businesses and it's amazing how time can pass when you're having fun. And, you know, obviously the trials and tribulations of, you know, entrepreneurship. So I sort of hit the pause button and I started getting bored with myself. And then because I've always been on the go-go, as always through throughout the years of the occasion, get a phone call from friends, family, neighbors of people wanting help on their rehab renovation of their property. And so I got that phone call. And you know, when I was really looking for something to do in my life, and then one thing to another, I helped the folks out. They're really happy with the results. They saved a lot of money. And it really empowered I appreciated the how I empowered them. They were able to overcome this huge fear of taking on a task because, as you well know, in order to be able to renovate a property, you actually have to decrease the value in order to increase it. It's such a Twisty, ironic kind of thing where you got to beat it up in order to build it up to, to increase the value, and that's a pretty. And you're dealing with thousands of dollars and a lot of people. You know, have got a hesitation over that whole process. So that's how God got me started on this whirlwind course of helping people out. And I truly feel blessed and and being able, being able to help people out. And I really enjoy the process.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, Van, how do we? condense 30 years of in the trenches experience into about a 1 minute little overview of your experience in, in real estate investing and then we'll jump in and start talking a little bit more specifically about rehabs
1: sure ultimately like i think the biggest if there's one single thing that i advocate for people to do is actually creating a scope of work i own several businesses in construction and renovation when i come across a commercial renovation It is very specific. There's a scope of work, a document, and every single aspect of the actual process is identified within that document. I find that in the residential side, that isn't the case. And that's where it leads to a lot of discrepancy, a lot of issue, and a lot of problems associated with the because you have contractors are bidding on apples and some bidding on bananas, and there's uh, aren't any established timelines. So what I think is really critical is the establishment of an actual document that's called a scope of work that can be given to every contractor. So you have a good comparison of quotes. And then you also hold people accountable because I've everything itemized within that contract within that actual scope of work. So that's the number one thing that I find fault, because on the commercial side you don't see that issue.
0: Okay, so let's say you know it's somebody's listening to this. They're kind of a what I call a mom and pop investor. They got one or two properties on their belt, maybe, and you know they're they're still punching a the clock. They got a family. They got kids to take care of, and they're getting into their first flip or their first burr, their first major rehab. How the heck do they even? you know, wade into that whole thing starting from zero. If they so we understand the, the importance of a scope of work sounds good, right? But again, if you got if you took away the 30 years of a hard-earned experience you got here, you start from scratch, how do you even get started with all of that?
1: Well, I there's a process that folks that I if I'm involved, I take them through that process by establishing goals and, and identifying exactly what it is they're looking to do, to do with the property. Then you move on to creating establishing a budget understanding how much money that there is to be used for this project and then you go through an actual list of needs and wants identifying things that have to be done in the property to reach your goal and then you have that list you know the, the wants side of that list you know things like green carpet might be something that might be egregious to you and i but if it's still functional it's not a trip hazard that sometimes you know that's considered a want so that in order, versus let's say if it's a broken window or if a, roof is, if a roof is leaking, then those are things that should be identified under the need. So there's so many times that I find new real estate investors will go into replacing windows. You know, but it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily need to replace windows. If they're functional, they block out most of the cold. There's other things within the actual home. If you're looking to flip it, for example, if you're looking to rent it, There's other things that can be done with those precious dollars that you have in your budget that can maximize your investment, maximize the amount of money that you can get from the rental, then making an investment in a capital improvement like Windows. So that's one of the things that I find a lot of people rush into that are new into the game. They don't understand that you need to prioritize certain things. And that's what, again, leads to the next important scope of work, because then you have you got everything nailed down and you stick to that P document. And when people don't have a document and it's not written down, goals aren't written down, then we start to scatter. And all of a sudden, well, what's a couple hundred dollars for that toilet? Actually, you know, or you know, a couple hundred dollars for that granite top. And all of a sudden, the budget that was fifty thousand turns into seventy-five. So those are hopefully I answered your question, but those are yeah, some of well, the things actually, let's bring up
0: a second question, and I'm, I don't want you to put put you on the spot here, But if you know I, I want to take a look at people that are rehabbing a house for a flip, and then let's switch gears and let's take a look at people that are rehabbing a house for a a burr, for example. So let's right. take a look at a flip and and off the top of your head, what would you say are the are the top two or three things that get you the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to taking a house and fixing it up and reselling it again? So where should we be focusing our rehab dollars when we're doing a flip?
1: Dave, curb appeal is so huge and it gives you the biggest bang for your buck. I love walking in the properties that have the grasses all beat up and you got bushes and trees covering it, you know, the landscaping needs to be improved. Those are the dollars that people should really start to concentrate first, because that gives you the biggest ROI. Okay. A landscaping definitely is the number one thing that I find often overlooked. People may assume, oh, we got to get into the kitchens and the bathrooms. And yes, they are important, but they're awfully expensive too. Yeah. If you want to get the best bang for your buck on a limited budget, those are the areas that I would look at landscaping. And so that can involve retopping of driveway, painting the garage doors doing some cleaner clean up the hedges very inexpensive things that all of all of a sudden increases dramatically increases the curb appeal and it's, it's human instinct there's an old saying you can't sell the steak without the sizzle yeah. you need the sizzle you need to see when you drive up to that house you need to have that feeling that oh i want to live in that house and that's a powerful powerful sentiment or feeling that you get when you walk into a property and maybe the kitchen might not be so good or the bathroom, but just looking at that house from afar from the curb and you saying, wow, it drives is so valuable in terms of being able to make a sale. That's that's what I've encountered in my life.
0: So we got curb appeal, that makes sense. Playing devil's advocate, okay, let's say it's winter time in Winnipeg. (laughs)
1: Fair enough in Toronto yes
0: There's, there's two and a half feet of snow on the ground there we we aren't seeing much curb let alone much yard now what about inside what would you say for for doing a flip would be your first area of focus once you get inside the door.
1: Well, I, again, every case is unique, but I, there's so many situations where, again, you can get by with, with a lot with the least amount of money. So resurfacing uh, cabinets, I don't necessarily run out and just run out and replace all the kitchen cabinetry, maybe resurface just the doors in a the bathroom. There's so many, there's different technologies that, that exist that you can resurface the top and the tile surround that all of a sudden brightens up the area. Just the least, one of the most least expensive things that you can do which i find improves things dramatically just increase the wattage on a light bulb in a particular room walking in so many places that i've been to and i've been a thousand, i've done i don't know how many thousands of renovations from apartments buildings and ever there's so many times when you just increase the lighting in a room how it can dramatically affect the room it brightens it obviously but it creates more openness it creates it just it gives you a better feeling for this place never mind if i add a coat of paint but just something as inexpensive as just increasing the lighting can can be Different. dramatic.
0: Okay, cool. So there are some really good suggestions on if you're doing a flip. Now let's switch gears. Let's say we're buying the property. We're doing the whole burst strategy, taking a single-family home, you know, putting in a basement suite, for example. Where do you where do you think we've got the biggest opportunities in in that kind of a situation? I mean, obviously, we're putting in a secondary suite, so that's getting two rental units instead of one. Right. Anything in that whole process that you see people making a lot of mistakes on where they could really get a much better bang for their buck? Well
1: on the renovation side, there's a number of things that people can do to again, I, I strongly encourage people in this business, if you really want to be active in this business, you need to be you need to act as your own general contractor and not hiring a general contractor. Okay. Because me being a general contractor myself, I I And situations where a project is 50,000 to 100,000, my profit margin on something like that would be somewhere around 30%. And so that then itself is a huge saving. So I strongly encourage people, if you really want to seriously get into this, that you need to handle that. Also, at the same time, by doing a renovation yourself and handling that aspect, It teaches you a new skill set. It's a skill set that you can use then when you can purchase your second, third, fifth property that you can then evaluate your property. It teaches you how to look at something walking in and being able to say, okay, well, it's going to cost X amount of dollars for this or that. I don't have to do this. Maybe I have to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's a skill set that you need to go through the grind in order to be able to develop and I see a lot of people who can save a lot of money. My cost to an electrician may be similar to yours, but just by the fact of me not hiring a general contractor is a huge saving if I can internalize and handle the planning and management of the renovation myself. So that's what I encourage in terms of that aspect. There's a lot of things that you can do when you're doing a basement conversion that you could save a couple of dollars here and there, but the totality of the work I strongly encourage people to learn how to do properly their own renovation themselves internally and not hire general contractors. A lot of people Wait, run so the you general contractors.
0: Picking up the hammer and, and doing No, all of it no, self, no, no,
1: no. no, I'm sorry. No, I wanna be clear. I don't want people, I, thank goodness the camera's not very clear, but I have scars all over my body from doing my own work. I've done everything. I've slept at job sites, clean toilets, all those good things. I don't encourage people to do that. There are professionals or people that are, that you hire for every single aspect. What I'm suggesting is that people need to learn how to plan and manage your renovations that are efficient. And all they do is just walk in, make sure everything's being done. And you save money. You save a lot of money because you're hiring somebody.
0: Yeah, 30%. That's huge. All right. So Van, time flies. We're having fun. One, One last question. Then we'll let people know how to find out more about you. Any quick tips? On finding good contractors. Because when it comes in comes to this whole thing, you know, nightmare stories about real estate investing, we always hear about tenant, you know, nightmare tenants from hell. But the second thing we hear are nightmare contractors from hell, just you know, dragging people through through the muck and and doing a terrible job and overcharging and all that kind of good stuff, bad stuff. (laughs) Any any suggestions for somebody that's just getting into this. They're going to do their first reno, the first rehab, whatever. They want to be their own. They're going to take your advice be their own general contractor. How do they find good contractors in their local area?
1: There's a number of great sources to be able to find contractors. Number one, friends, family, close associates, your lawyer, your real estate agent, salesperson, mortgage broker. These are all great sources for people that they in- frequent in their power circles of the painter, the electrician, what have you. That's the, I, that would be the first source. Second, there's a lot of great groups out there, and uh, you have them as well. Part of Facebook, REIs, things of that nature, that if you're really serious in the game, that you need to be involved in that. And there are great sources for individuals to be able to hand uh, over to you that are vetted, that say, yes, this electrician is great. That plumber is great. That roofer is great. Those are the places that I strongly encourage people to get involved. And then it's also, it acts as sort of like your own social group and crutch to be able to bounce ideas off of and try to get more information. Information is powerful, it's key. It's just fortunate that the internet, as you all know, is full of a lot of nonsense information out there, too. But hopefully, those two areas will be able to provide you with the quality contractors. That you, yeah, get, you would get, need. get
0: good references. That's, you know, from, from people that you know that have actually used. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Ben, this has been great. If people want to find out more about you and how they can tap into your 30 plus years of, of experience, especially when it comes to renos, what should they do?
1: Well, I, I encourage everybody to, if they want to learn more, to go over to my website at vansturgeon.com. I am offering a free training that people can click on and watch walk them through the process of what, you know, the things that you should be aware of when you're planning and managing your own renovation. It's also a great area for source of information in terms of there's a number of articles that have been posted, links, things of that nature. So I encourage people to go there and yeah, that's it. And then if there's anybody needs any help, they're more than welcome to reach out to me. There's a contact page there as well.
0: Awesome. Very good. That has been a lot of fun. Thank you.
1: Well, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much, Dave.
0: All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Well, hey there. Thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com again InvestorAttractionBook.com take care